Welcome to this inspirational message from Pastor Michelle Lefebure. We pray you're impacted and blessed as you listen. God wants you and I to find Him at a deeper level and to grow in a deeper relationship and intimacy with Him. So I want to put up a scripture, Jeremiah 29, 13, as a basis for this little talk this morning. It says, and you will seek me. Notice what it says, and find me. When you search for me with all your heart. With all your heart. I want to ask you this question this morning. How many of you here want to find God at an intimate level? I want to find God at an intimate level. I don't want to walk my Christian walk just knowing about Jesus and maybe sometimes crying out to him when I'm in difficulty or I'm having a hard time. I want to have him present in my life consciously on a daily basis. And that is intimacy. That comes when we connect with God at a real level. God has to become very, very real to us in our journey as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. You've got to know his presence. You've got to know his mighty anointing. You've got to know his great love for you, his grace and his mercy towards you. Because until you have an intimate relationship with God, many of these things will become not kind of not sure. Sometimes we feel, well, because we've sinned or we've done something wrong, God has turned his back on us, you know, these kind of thoughts. And that is not reality. When you have a real relationship with God, you will know that Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He didn't say, I will leave you because you committed a sin here and there. No, no, no. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. When you have an intimate relationship with God and you found him at that level, your relationship with God is secure. No matter what happens in your life. When you look at, we look at Jesus and his, his relationship, he had a real, tangible, intimate relationship with his father. Jesus had a real, tangible, intimate relationship with Father God and the Holy Spirit. He knew his father's will all the time. You know, many Christians battle to find the will of God. They pray, they pray, they pray, they can't come to any conclusion. Guess what they do? They phone the pastor and say, please pray with me. Or pray for me so that I know what to do. I know what decision to make. But let me say this to you. When you and I walk in a close, intimate relationship with God, you will know his will because you will hear his voice. It will be as clear as anything. You won't be able to make a mistake. And so that's where Jesus was at. That's why Jesus' ministry was so powerful is because he knew his father's will. And he heard the voice of the Holy Spirit all the time. He had a very real uh, relationship with the Father and with the Holy Spirit. And so did the apostles in the early church. If you look at the early church, the closeness and the, of intimacy between God and the apostles, the, the first apostle, Paul and Peter and James, John, all of us, you know, they had such an, a close encounter with God. And God wants you and I to have that same Encounter. Now, I want to say this to you. When you find God at this kind of level, you find all that you need in this life and in the next. 
I want to say that again. When you find God at this level of intimacy, at this level of closeness, you find everything that you need in this life and the next. In the church today, many Christians have not found God in, at that level, not connected to him at that level of reality. But I want to say this to you. God is ready to connect with you at this level of reality. He is ready to connect. He is ready to speak to you. He is ready to change your life. He is ready to direct you. The Holy Spirit is with you all the time. He is inside your, your heart. He lives in you. But you've got to connect with him. You've got to connect with him. At that kind of level. Sometimes we know God is there. But for many people, he's there, but he's not there at the same time. He's close, but he's far at the same time. Now, I want to say this to you. That's because you haven't pressed in for deeper knowledge, for deeper relationship. You've got to press in for that. God expects us to press in to him. And the reason that we experience God in this kind of dual dimension He's a bit close, but he's a bit far at the same time. He's there, but he's not there. You know, the reason we experience this dual dimension is because we have not really found him and discovered him on that level of intimacy, that level of depth. It is important that we press in. You know, I want to say this to you. I've been walking the Lord now seriously since I gave my heart to the Lord. I was 28 years old. That's 41 years ago. 41 years ago, I've been serving the Lord and walking with him. I'm still not satisfied with my knowledge of the Lord. I feel there's so much more I need to know. There's so much more, so much closer. Paul says that I may know him. After so many years as an apostle, he says that I may know him. That I may know him. That word knowledge, know, speaks of intimacy. That I may have an intimate relationship with Jesus. And Paul the Apostle, let me say this to you, if Paul the Apostles felt he need to knew to know God even at a deeper level, how much more do we need to know God at a deeper level? God is not looking for a people who are far from him. You know, uh, in Matthew 15 verse 8, you don't have that scripture, I didn't give it to you, just don't worry about it. It says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. You know, we can pretend, we can look holy, we can jump up and down, we can dance, we can do all kinds of things. But where is our heart? How connected is your heart and my heart with God? Why are we serving him? Do we serve him because we think it's a good thing? Or do we serve him because we have an intimate, close relationship with him? And why is that important? It's important because when you find God, as I said to you earlier on, when you find God at that level of intimacy, you find everything you need in this world and the next. There is not a situation in your life that God will not be able to take care of. There is not a situation in your life that the enemy will be able to have victory over you because you have this close relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah. God is looking for a people who walk close to him all the time. You know, finding God implies that you have this deep, intimate relationship with him all the time. You hear his voice easily. 
He speaks into your life continuously. He works on your behalf continuously. He guides you. He directs you because that is what God wants to do for you and for me. He doesn't want us to go through life making our own choices, you know, deciding all kinds of things and then making mistakes, opening doors to the enemy to rob us of the blessings of God. No, he wants us to have such a close relationship with him to find him at that level because when we do, we are protected. The Bible says, Psalm 91, I'm just reminded of that scripture. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of a fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers and under His wings you shall find refuge. His faithfulness shall be your shield. And your buckler, you shall not be afraid of a terror by night, or of the arrow that flies by day, or the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may come against you, ten thousand at your right hand, but you shall not fear them. Hallelujah. And I can go on and on. The promises of God for those who seek him and find him at an intimate level. He promises his protection at another level. Hallelujah. When you find God at this kind of level, you hear his voice. He speaks into your life. He works on your behalf. When you face a problem, you seek him on the matter. You receive direction from heaven. There is a Greek word which, uh, uh, which, which is used to mean what means fellowship. It's a Greek word, kononia. Kononia. It means deep fellowship. God is looking to have kononia with you, deep fellowship. To find God is to find the answers to all your difficulties, all your issues. To find God is to grow in faith, is to grow in worship, is to grow in honor, is you know, I, I can go on and on. Sometimes it's difficult to find words. But when you find God at that level, it means walking in the miraculous as God works in your daily situations. It means knowing his will in every situation. I don't know about you, but I want, <coughs> excuse me, I want to find God like that, at that kind of level. You know, somebody said, when you find God like this, your feet are on the earth, but your head is in heaven. Hallelujah. You hear God. You hear, you, you know his presence. No matter what you face, you know that he is with you. You may say, Pastor Michel, is it possible to walk with God in this kind of reality? Absolutely, yes. You know, you may think, well, that is for, for the prophet Elijah. This is for the prophet Elisha. This is for the apostle Paul. This is for Jesus. But let me say this to you. Jesus wants you and I to be like him. The Bible says Elijah was a man just like us. He wasn't any different. If you saw Elijah, you probably wouldn't think much of him. You wouldn't think this guy is, is special. This guy is seven foot tall. He's handsome. Oh, let me tell you, there's nothing more, from, uh, far, more far from reality than that. Elijah was a normal man. He was just a normal man. But you know what? This guy has his head in heaven and his feet on earth. 
Amen. He heard God. I mean, he's an amazing man of God in the Bible. Can we be like him? Absolutely. Because God says so in this verse in Jeremiah that we just read. He says so. You will find me if you seek me with all your heart. You're going to find me. That's a promise of the Lord. Amen. In fact, God desires that each one of us would know him at that level and walk with him daily at that level of intimacy. You know, there's one thing. We live in a very turbulent world. Uh, not that the world has, has, you know, many people in this generation think that's the only generation that faces this. No, it's not. It's, it, the world has been in a turbulence for many, many centuries and millennia. There's been turbulence. There's been wars. There's been pressure. There's been uh, disappointments. There's been so many things. And that's the normal state of a fallen world. And nothing is going to change until Jesus comes back and restores things into the world. But we cannot allow the pressures, the cares of this world to rob us of our intimacy with God. And a deep walk with the Holy Spirit that Jesus has given to the church to be the gift of the Father for this time and season in the church. Now, we can find God at different levels of knowing him, different levels of intimacy. But to find God at the deepest level of intimacy and closeness requires that we meet one condition. We need to search for him with all our heart. You know, when I had this encounter with God in 2008, our visitation of Jesus, one thing he said to me, he said, if you want to see the fire, you're going to get more hungry and you're going to get more thirsty. That's exactly the same message. It's put differently if you seek me with all your heart. But church, I want to say this to you. You've got to ask the Spirit of God to make you hungry and thirsty to understand and know God at deeper levels. The hunger to seek God. Many, many Christians who are very satisfied, giving my heart to the Lord. I come to a new church. It's nice and comfortable. The praise and worship is good. Whatever. The message is good and whatever, whatever. And we sit in a comfort zone. But God wants to rock that. He wants to bring you out of your comfort zone. Because the comfort zone, when it gets too comfortable, will lead you into religion and not into relationship. We cannot remain in a comfort zone in our walk with God. We've got to seek Him. We've got to get more hungry, more thirsty. And you can't do that, nor can I. I've tried. It doesn't work. I need to call on the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, make me hungry. Holy Spirit, make me thirsty. Generate in me the hunger, the thirst that I need so that I can press Him, press in and seek God with all my heart. Many want that deep relationship with Almighty God, but we're not prepared to put in the necessary effort to build this relationship with Him at that level. Let me say this to you. Your relationship with God is not different to any relationship in the sense that relationships don't just happen. They are built. They are formed. You have to build your relationship with someone. If you want to have any relationship, you've got to build it. It's the same in your walk with God. You want to have a deeper relationship with God? You've got to build that. With the help of the Holy Spirit, can you? Yes. Can I? Yes. If we seek the Lord half-heartedly, 
we will never find him at that level. Never find him at that level. We've got to press into God. It's not enough to say I'm coming to church on a Sunday and I'm listening to a good message. No. During the week, you've got to make time for God. You've got to make time to pray. You've got to make time to spend in the Word. You've got to get the Word into your heart. You've got to grow in the things of God. You've got to ask the Lord to manifest himself to you and into your life. God doesn't like half-hearted people. God wants all of our heart. And he promises that if we give him our whole attention, he will be found of us at that level of intimacy. We need to make God priority. And I felt to preach this message because we are pressing into the Christmas season where many of us can get caught into festivities and so on. Nothing wrong with that. We want to have a break. We want to go on holiday. We want to go and spend time with family and travel and go to wherever. Go to Durban. I hope not too many of you go to Durban this time and season. If you know what's good for you, stay in Gauteng. Amen. But anyway, uh, if you're heading for there, whatever. But in that process... Sometimes we tend to put God on the back seat. You know, I've done it. I'll just be honest. Just get so caught in swimming and walking the beach and whatever. You forget about God, in a sense. But this is not a time to do that. This is not a time. This is a time to go deeper. This is a time to prepare yourself for the new year. This is a time to find God at a new level of intimacy so that 2020 will give you 2020 vision. Hallelujah. This is the time to press in. This is the time to give God your new year ahead and say, God, I want to fulfill your will. I want to fulfill every plan you have for my life. This is the time to say, God, I'm going to seek you with all my heart so that when the year begins, I know where you are leading me. I know what you want for me. I know how I'm going to move forward next year in my relationship with you. Can you say amen to that? God wants all of our heart. He wants all our attention. He doesn't take kindly to lukewarmness in our relationship with him. You know, I wrote this in here. That's a controversial statement. But he prefers that we remain cold or hot, but not lukewarm. How many of you remember what Jesus said to the church, uh, Laodicea? He said, I'd rather that you are hot or cold. But for goodness sake, that's what my Bible says. Don't remain lukewarm. It doesn't say that. Those are my words. Okay. Don't remain lukewarm because if you do, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. Do you notice that Jesus is not going to spew anybody who is cold? I don't know if you notice that. He said, I'm not going to spew the cold ones out of my mouth because they're not in his mouth in any event. Okay. But he says, rather be hot, rather be cold, but don't be lukewarm. Because I don't like lukewarmness. Hallelujah. If we say that we are believers, we need to truly mean business with him. We need to be serious seekers of his presence in our lives, passionate about finding God. Let me ask you this question. I don't have to answer. How passionate are you to find God at the deepest level of intimacy? Bit of a challenging question, but something you want to ask yourself and think about in the next few days and weeks. How passionate are you about knowing him on an intimate level? 
You know, today's church in general um, is very much a lukewarm church. Many seek God, their own selfish ambitions, their own benefits for the blessings that they can get from God. That is not seeking God. That is using God for self-gain. We need to seek God because we are convinced that he is almighty God, the creator of all things, the creator of the universe, the one who made me, the one who made you, the one who blesses me, the one who protects me, the one who heals my body when I'm sick, the one who supplies abundantly according to his riches and glory in my life. We need to seek God because that's what we believe. That's what we see. That's what we are convinced about. We need to see God because we realize that without him, we are nothing and we have nothing. You know, sometimes I look at my own life, I say, say to myself, where would I be? Where would I be if I didn't have God in my life? What kind of life would I be leading? Some seek God in order to have their own needs met and they hope to receive blessings from him. Now, God wants you to be blessed, of course. He wants you to be blessed. That cannot be our top motivation in serving the Lord. Amen? It's not the kind of heart that God will abundantly reveal himself to. We cannot find God unless he chooses to reveal himself to us. So if your heart is right before God, Lord, I'm seeking you. I want to find you because you created me. You made me. I want to know the depths of your heart. I want to know who you are. Like Paul said, to know him. Intimate knowledge of God. When we do that, when our heart is at that level, God will reveal himself to us in a deeper way. God is passionate about those who seek him for himself and give their hearts completely to him because he is almighty God. He is passionate about those people. These are the ones who he will reveal himself to in the fullness of who he really is. These are the ones. James, that's the brother of Jesus, the apostle James, encourages the church to get close to God's heart. This is what he says in James chapter 4 verse 8. Listen to this carefully. James 4 verse 8. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hearts. You sinners, purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, the strange thing is, James is writing this to a church. He's not writing to unbelievers. He's talking to the church. I want you to listen to this in the New Living Translation. We don't have this to put up. Don't worry about it. You can leave that one up. But listen to what it says, that same scripture in the New Living Translation. James writes, he says, come close to God. That implies to me that there are those in the church who are not close to God. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Same scripture that Jeremiah spoke about. Same scripture. Then it says, wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts. For your, now watch this, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. That's a New Living Translation of that scripture. Your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Now, when I read this, I realize that even in the early church, there were those 
who were intimate, were seeking God, their hearts were right before God, but there were those who were using God. I call that using God. In other words, God bless me, bless me, bless me, but they were pursuing the world as well as trying to pursue God. And you can't do that because Bible says the world is an is at enmity with God. You can't have both. Either you're pursuing God or you're pursuing the world. But you can't have a foot in the kingdom and a foot in the world because when you do that, you become a lukewarm Christian. God is looking for those who will seek him with all their heart until they find him at this deep level. I want to encourage you not to be a lukewarm Christian, but to seek him with all the passion that you have. And when you do that, God promises to reveal himself to you in an unprecedented way. You want to have dreams. You want to see to the Holy Spirit to speak to you in your dreams. And you want to have visions. You want to hear the voice of God. You've got to seek him at deeper levels. And when you do that, you will also discover the reality of who God really is. Do you know how many Christians have a false view of God? Because they equate God with their parents, the way their parents brought them up, or an authority figure in their lives or whatever. That is forming their view of a father. But if you don't have a deep relationship with a father... You'll never know who the Father actually is. The Father in heaven cannot be my Father, my earthly Father, by the way. That's what I'm talking about. I can't make my view of God reflect my view of my earthly Father. Because God is not my earthly Father and my earthly Father is not God. God is God. It's very different. He says, my ways are not your ways. As far as the heavens are above the earth. So are my ways to your ways. God, we need to seek God to find him. You're going to seek God in a passionate way to find him. And you will discover a God who is very different to what you thought sometimes. And that is important because when you face situations in your life, you need to, go, you need to know very, very securely how God will take care of that situation. Amen. So you will discover the reality of who God really is and how powerful his action can be in your life when you seek him like that. You will discover him as your provider. You will discover him as your healer. You will discover him as your deliverer, your protector, your friend, your miraculous support, your constant companion. Your strong tower, your refuge, and so on and so on, as it's written in the Word of God. You know, there's so many places in the Word of God that these things are spoken about. Why does God inspire these people to write this? Because the Word of God is given to us so that we can discover who God is. So God will inspire those who wrote the prophets and the apostles and all of that. He will, he will inspire them to write these things because he wants you and I to know who he is. He wants you and I to understand his role in our lives. There is not a need in your life that he will not meet. Come on, church. Are you alive this morning? Your prayers will not fall on deaf ears, but will receive his total attention. 
The Lord just reminded me of the end of Psalm 91. This is what it says. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. You see, when God, when you walk at a level of intimacy with God, then these things become reality in your life. Your prayers will not fall on deaf ears. When he calls upon me, I will answer him. The fullness of the blessings of God and his benefits will be poured out into your life. But remember the condition, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Remember in the book of Jeremiah, when you search for him with all your heart. You know, sometimes I say to the Lord, why do you make it so difficult? Why don't you just, the minute we give our hearts to him, born again, and suddenly we live in heaven on a daily basis. Suddenly we know what's cooking in heaven. We know what's in God's heart straight away. Why didn't you do it like that? Could God do it like this? Yes, absolutely. But God is looking for those who mean business with him. And so there's a journey in our walk with God of seeking him, finding him, discovering his word, putting his word in our hearts and all of his things. There's a journey that God wants us to walk with him. While we are on this, on this world. Because he's looking for those who mean business with him. My question to you is this. Why not search for him with all your heart? Why not make God a priority in your life? Not just on a Sunday, but every day of your life. Making time for him. Spending some time in the word of God. Praying, seeking his face, worshipping him. Why not do that? You've got everything to gain. Everything to gain. Can you say amen to that? I want to leave you with the same scripture that we began this morning. And I want to say, ask you to let the Holy Spirit, to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart as we read the scripture again. Let the Spirit of God be after the after speaker this morning and speak into your heart. Amen. And that's the scripture we began this morning from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 13. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I want to encourage you. Be one in the coming year who will be seeking God with all your heart, not just with a piece of your heart, not just a little bit here and a little bit there, but where you will put God at the center of your life. You know, we sing this beautiful song, Jesus, you are the center of my life. But is he really? What is the center of your life this morning? I want everybody, just close your eyes for a moment. Thank you for listening to this message. If it has blessed you, Get in contact with us by visiting our website at www.victorycenton.co.za.